This is the Book Legion Podcast, where we review thought-provoking books to give our Legionnaires the knowledge they need to dominate the next level of their life. Everybody, thanks so much for joining me this week on the Book Legion. This is your host, Tyser Evans. This week, I'm going to be covering the classic book, Man's Search for Meaning, by Viktor Frankl. So if you're not familiar with who Viktor Frankl is or the book Man's Search for Meaning, it's sold over 16 million copies. Uh, Viktor Frankl was a physician. He was a Jewish man that was living during the time of World War II, and him and his family were taken to a concentration camp. Unfortunately, uh, everybody in his family perished, but he did survive three years in a concentration camp. So the writings of A Man's Search for Meaning um, are really his journey mentally through the concentration camp. Now, this book has sold millions and millions of copies because it talks a lot about suffering and how to overcome suffering and how to think when you're going through hardships, how to rewire your mind, how to reframe perspective. And if a man who went through what he went through in Auschwitz, in the concentration camps of Nazi Germany during World War II, where anywhere from 8 to 10 million people were exterminated, it really shows what you can be capable of or what the human mind is capable of while enduring suffering. So I had uh, the book had come up for me several times over the last three or four months. Of course, I've always heard it, but it was one of those books that you kind of hear, but I was put by the wayside, but it kept coming up and up and up. And then I was like, I got to read that book. And then lo and behold, my wife bought it for me for Christmas. So I put it on my reading list. So I'm going to jump into my three biggest takeaways. There's a tremendous amount of takeaways. So um, please feel free to share in the comment section if you have your own, and please make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. The channel's been growing really fast. Uh, our 75 hard video took off and went really viral, so thank you so much for all those of you who watched that. But let's jump into our three favorite takeaways of Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. So really, one of the big first takeaways for me is have the courage to accept the things you cannot change. Oftentimes, we have this false sense of reality with our five sense reality of things that we can change. We always feel as though we're in control of our life and really control is simply an illusion. And this really became obviously super evident to anybody who was just taken from their life, right? Bank account taken, house taken, family separated. And really he talks about, right, right, right when you even get to the concentration camp, there was two lines, basically a line of able-bodied people they thought to go work um, in forced labor camps and then people that went right, unfortunately, into the gas chambers. And so um, this entire experience that he went through takes you completely out of control of anything that you're making, any type of decision that you're making, whether it's when you eat, when you go to bed, what type of food you eat, right? They even basically try to control your thoughts. And we read a lot about this in 1984 as well, you know, the mind police. And that's really what they wanted you to do, to be scared to think and to think uh, any other way other than what they wanted you to think. And that was all done through fear. So have the courage to accept the things you cannot change. And I think that, you know, for me, I think a lot about this, that, that sometimes... Life throws lessons at you constantly, and the more that we can just truly surrender to life and realize that everything is coming to us for a purpose and for a learning lesson, and we start to rewire and reshift our perspective of not, you know, what Tony Robbins talks about, not why is this happening to me, but why is this happening for me? Everything happens for our greater potential of growth. And so when you surrender to the things that you can't control, it allows you to shift your perspective and your focus into understanding this is happening for me. 
as bad as it could be is something like a concentration camp. But the good that came out of his situation was he wrote a book that's inspired millions and millions and millions and millions of people. I mean, that's phenomenal to understand, to get through those challenging times, the, the adversity, despair, the death, the sickness, to have to come out and write such a prolific book to then now change more lives than that were lost, I think is a beautiful way to accept something you cannot control, but make it for the better. So the second thing I want to talk about is something that I've been really obsessed with this last year, uh, going into ending 2022 and ending 2023. But that's really the only thing that you can never control in life is your attitude. And so talking about you have to surrender to the external forces of things you can't control. But the one thing that you can always control is what I'm talking about when I talked about on step number one, which is why I had this as step number two or takeaway number two, is you can always control your attitude, which to me is your conduct of character, which he talks about extensively in the book, talking about if you were had your last piece of bread and you knew the man sitting next to you, if he didn't have some nourishment today that he would die overnight versus you hadn't eaten in two days and you've lost all body weight, you're near death as well, but still be able to have the conduct of air character, the attitude, so the resolve to still hand that piece of bread to your fellow man, to have the compassion to be able to watch and want him to live by sacrificing your food, given your state of despair. And so, you know, too many of us, we relinquish our power to our spouses, to our family, to our jobs, to the government, which we saw through coronavirus, unfortunately. The people relinquish this power and they sacrifice their character of conduct and do things they normally wouldn't do because it's hard, because people are in a state of suffering, because they find themselves in a tragic position, not realizing the true testament of who you are, your character, or in your deepest, darkest moments of suffering is when you can shine the brightest because it shows your resolve of truly what your character is about, which then lends to your growth and lends you to you being an example for all other people. And so, you know, for me, I really had to own this. I stopped drinking six months ago. And one of the reasons I stopped drinking six months ago necessarily wasn't because I had a problem with drinking. It was because I was thinking about what type of an example I was setting for my kids. And now this is no way me comparison to what comparison, uh, comparing what Viktor Frankl went through during the Holocaust, but it was one of those small things and many of us uh, struggle with vices. And so I had to think about my, my attitude and the way sometimes I perceived work or I perceived a hard day. And so I would drink because it would numb off the edge, right? Man, I had a hard day. I deserve to have a drink. And, but knowing that it wasn't serving my highest good, it wasn't a great example for my kid. And so I decided I could change my conduct of character when it came to drinking and be a sober person. And when I had a hard day, go into meditation, go on a long walk, go to my wife and tell her, hey, this is what I'm going through right now. Be more vulnerable with my emotions. Go get a good workout. Go read a book and escape that way as opposed to escaping through a vice. And so the one thing that we can always control is our conduct of character. And too many of us relinquish that power to an external excuse of why we can't do something, why we had to compromise our morals. And this is something, again, that we saw throughout the whole uh, COVID pandemic was people compromised their morals because it was the easier thing to do. As opposed to standing true to what they truly believed in and going all in on their conduct of character and having compassion and love for themselves and those around them, 
while still maintaining their conduct of character and their own belief system. So I thought that was one of the most, probably the most powerful takeaway for me was how he never broke his resolve, even though he wanted to, while being in these concentration camps. And then the last thing is finding meaning in the suffering. And, you know, the Buddha talks about this. All great religions talks about this. Jesus talks about this. And Jesus was exemplified this, right? He, he knew he was going to die. He walked with the cross. He had the crown of thorns. He took the lashings. Buddha talked extensively about how to find meaning in the suffering. And when you can find meaning in your suffering through your conduct of character, by surrendering to the moment, surrendering to the things that are out of your control, on the other side of that, because everything he talks about in the book is temporary. Sometimes temporary is an hour. Sometimes temporary is a day. Sometimes it's a year. Sometimes it's three years like what he went through. But all, temp- but all suffering is temporary. Now, on the other side of that suffering is compassion on a deeper level. It's spirituality at a deeper level. It's patience at a deeper level. It allows you to be more human at a deeper level if you start to embrace the suffering and realizing that it's all temporary. And once you find what that meaning is, it makes it all worth it, right? He talks about the quote from uh, Nitsky in the book that if man has a why, he can bear any how. And so this goes again, what is you here for? What is your purpose? You know, his purpose was part of it was to put out this manuscript to help inspire more people. For a lot of people, they survived because they wanted to find their wife or their children, not knowing that they had perished, but it was their why that got them through one more day of the forced labor camp. For me, it was a very emotional book. You know, it's a great read. It obviously captures you with the stories because he's he's walking you through these lessons as he's telling the story. So it really just um, brings you all in. But again, my three takeaways were surrender your control because the only thing that you can truly control is your conduct of character. And if you can control your conduct of character through your suffering, you can find meaning in the suffering. And then that makes it that much easier to bear as you're going through it because you truly understand your why on the other end. So I recommend Man's Search for Meaning for anybody. Anybody who thinks that they're going through adversity, it's a great book to just start to rewire your mind and realize no matter what you're going through, someone's gone through worse. So for me, the book just sheds light on that we all go through adversity and sometimes it's hard. So if you're someone who's going through adversity, you're in a tough time, you've lost your job, you've lost a loved one, you know, you're just feeling absolutely confused on where you need to go in life, go read a book by someone who's been at the depths basically at the gate of death and how to look it in the face and still find laughter, still find compassion, still find love. And he found all those things. So it's a, it's a beautiful read. Uh, every human should read it. Uh, the books anywhere from 10 to $15. I'll post a link on Amazon so you guys can go scoop up the book, read it, make it a part of your core curriculum. If you have children, it's one you want to make sure that they read um, while they're teenagers or in their early 20s just to help them appreciate, to be grateful for the life that they have and realize we all go through trials and tribulations. That's part of being human. That's part of the journey. The journey is about learning and about expansion through your suffering. So thank you all so much for listening. If you haven't done so, please subscribe. Um, I'd love to connect with you guys. Drop us a line. Uh, We'd love seeing the comments come through in the book, Legion, your thoughts on the review, your thoughts on the book, recommendations on other books. Uh, We love getting those as well. All the contact stuff along, again, with purchasing the book is in the show notes, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to this on any of the podcast outlets. Thanks so much, you guys.
Ah, 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 ah,